the gameplay that we're going to show on our YouTube version of the show will be from the first couple hours of the game. Watch at your own risk, but again, minor spoilers from the first couple hours of the game. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Starfield Explorers, the podcast where we dive deep into Bethesda Game Studios' most ambitious RPG of of all time. time. I'm your host, Antonio, a.k.a. Hypecaster. You can find me and the rest of Team Megadads at megadads.org or Megadads on YouTube. We want to hear from you. Be part of the show, leave a comment or a question under the show posted on YouTube. Again, that's Megadads on YouTube. We are in the podcast section. Find Starfield Explorers wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Stitcher, Apple, we're on Google, we're we're on your mama's and your grandmama's podcast of choice your your little player download your podcast app and find us tell somebody about it won't you anybody who's hyped about the game we want this to be a place where you're just coming together with friends and talking about this game we're all playing and excited about i'm joined today by my co-pilot and best bud the illustrious clay howard what's going on clay port a shot of bourbon here this is for a thank you to all of bethesda for making a fantastic video game salute that being said i love doing this show with you guys but i'd much rather be playing starfield than be here right now same it's it's killing him to be here it's (laughs) killing him i'm also joined by the navigator himself king of the cosmos guru of galaxies far and wide Big D, David Jones. What's up, David? How you doing, Big D? Not much. Just also like to echo that it was physically painful to put down the controller to record this. Physically painful. We've been going back and forth, and I think one of the crazy takeaways and one of my favorite parts about great games is how addicting they can be. And the hours just fly by. If I didn't have to sleep, no lie, I would just want to keep playing. It's not a game you get bored of. It's it's just not, you know. You, I, I played um, Baldur's Gate, right? And the tactile nature of the combat, and just just the way that your brain has to just work and work about it. I get I can't play for more than four hours tops tops. And this I've I just stop when I have to. Mm-hmm. When when I just you know to eat, sleep, poop, the the whole thing. If you're new to the show, welcome and thank you for listening. Every episode, we stay focused on a particular topic of the game and do a deep dive. Long story short, we keep it short and sweet. We're coming to you three days post-early access. So we've been playing for three days, some more than others, but we've been playing. It's four days until the full launch, the standard launch of the game. Quick note about spoilers. You're going to see gameplay in the video version of our podcast on YouTube. And that footage is just from the opening hours of the game. Now, everything, if you saw the directs and the promos and, 
you were watching the uh, gameplay videos of the game quite honestly there's not a whole lot new in there so watch at your own risk but as someone who hates spoilers if I knew then what I know now I'd be like okay I can watch this it's it's actually surprising how there was not a whole lot of new ground covered at all you've seen the characters you've seen the locations you've seen the gameplay beats that they explain in those directs so let's get to our light speed segment and we do that by saying david, david engage, engage the, the hyperdrive. hyperdrive it has been engaged with my mind oh telekinesis yes. the light speed segment is where we give our audience a chance to get to know us by answering a quick question like one two sentences clay does Starfield make a good first impression? Overall, I would say, yeah, for the most part. Uh, one of the first things I noticed about this game was how beautiful it looks. Um, <laughs> this feels like a next-gen game or a current-gen game, I guess. Um, just, I don't know, Just it looked really good, and I wasn't seeing a lot of nasty textures and and things I, I didn't i wasn't i haven't really seen any pop in i'm sure it's there i think i saw some reviews talk about it but it's just i think it's a good looking game a good good sounding game we could we could spend an hour just talking about the audio but and we will on future episodes yeah uh, david so, does it make yeah. a good first impression yeah i mean it feels like immediately familiar i know the first thing i do and every time i think of a new Bethesda game is still to see if the top button is still jump because it's only like that in Bethesda games <laughs> and I'm glad they've never <laughs> changed it yeah I'm glad they I, I know I feel like somewhere some focus group must have told them it's like just make it play like Call of Duty and they're like nope we're doing our same wonky control scheme deal with it and I love except that. for the B button they changed the B button Did oh they? that is true it's it not it's not the menu the anymore. Crouch. Yeah, that throws me that does throw me off. Cuz B used oh. to be the pit boy, it used to be Skyrim, it would open up the map map or or your your radial menu. It's all now it's B is just crouch. B was never crouch. Right? It was always Oh, no, yeah, cuz normally crouch is you put you punch in your control stick. Yep. That makes uh, sense while well, I've been randomly crouching now accidentally. Yep. It's 100% why my brain wants to do it, it and it's it's weird. I, on on PC, you, I play PC and Xbox, and on PC you can do keybinds and edit your your controls. So that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I think that the game doesn't make a good first impression early on, but it just depends on what point you're talking about. Um, the first quest has like five major segments to it. Um, what we would call like the opening of the game where the training wheels are on and it sets the stage for what's happening and um, we're going to talk about it we're going to talk about the opening so how the first things you see how you're set up as a, a character what your objective is the world building and the first impression that the game makes and that is our main topic for today Starfield's introduction. The opening segment, let's talk about it and talk about where it ranks in other Bethesda games and actually other games if you want to. So um, I think it's very important to make a good first impression. 
right? It, it kind of sets the stage. The world building by far is one of the most important things in games like this. And I think that Bethesda has done an amazing job in its other games. And that's why I thought in planning the episodes of what we would talk about post-release, I'm like, we got to talk about the intro because it's a thing in these games. You know, other games will, they get you in, you're playing the game, the tutorial's over in five minutes, right? And they still have set the stage. They've built the world. Um, they've kind of taught you the 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 rules of the of the game. You know, what you're fighting, who are you, what are you doing? It's such a huge part of, of Bethesda games. And... I'm not I wasn't I wasn't happy with the first uh the first bit. Um so we'll set the stage. No not a big spoiler if you've seen the introduction uh, uh has been presented already to you in the directs. So you actually begin as a miner. And then there is an accident that lets you create your characters. So you're you're subject to some type of um, reset where it says, hey, do you remember who you are? And this has been one of the avenues that they've used in many games, right? It's like, hey, do you remember who you are? And then you do the character creator. Uh, after that, you are introduced very quickly uh, to how you're going to get off the planet and shift from being a miner to being part of Constellation, this... Um, this group of explorers and then you get to actually get off planet experience space and then meet constellation whose hub is on another planet in the city of new atlantis all of this was explained already again minor spoilers at best and that's how that's how it goes again it's about five little key points you have who you are, the combat, the space things, or whatever. And Clay, let's go to you. What did you think about... It amounts to the first mission, which I believe is called something like uh, First Steps or something like that. What do you? Th- what are your thoughts? Yeah, so um, overall, it, it was fine. Um, I did think about it halfway through going, I don't know how much I would enjoy playing this over and over. I've done the, the Skyrim starting mission so many times mm-hmm. and, you know, have it by heart. Like, like I kept, I kept thinking like, is this going to be a fun one to do over and over? Or is it going to be one that is like kind of annoying? So, but th- I guess the one thing that I had a hard time with, and I, and I noticed a guy on Reddit point out the same thing, the, the way the storyline develops in it, felt very unrealistic I guess is what I'll say and so that was my biggest gripe with the beginning was just this doesn't feel like how this would play out and usually they're very good at at, obviously your character has to have some kind of important thing to get them going so in this touch fact makes you important Um, but then all of a sudden you know uh, I forget the, the, the gentleman's name who shows up uh, to get, to get back from you, Barrett. That Gavin. Sounds, Barrett sounds right. Barrett sounds right. It he shows up. Get something Gar- like Garrett. <laughs> yeah. This guy shows up and he goes, "Hey, you, you're you're special. Okay, what 
you need to come with me. We're going to go to this place. Okay, that's all right. I follow that. But then all of a sudden he's like, oh, you, I can't just screw over your friends who are working in the mines. I'll stay here. You take my ship and my robot and just pilot this thing on out of here. Go ahead. Take off. And so it's like from there on out, it just feels a little rushed and a little unrealistic in my opinion. So it's like, all right, this dude just gave me a ship. Granted, it's not technically his. It's like on loan, but he just gives it to me and now I'm flying around and there's a robot and then the robot's like, oh, these people are bad guys and the only way that they're going to like stop bothering us is if we go kill their boss. And so the next thing you know, before you're not even going back to where the guy came from, you're going to kill bad guys. And it's just like, okay, like it, it, it just kind of didn't feel like I was losing the, I was a little disillusioned. And so I think a lot of that was just kind of being forced and I know when I mentioned it to you, David, you brought up, like, I wonder if they had a longer version and then this was them, like, trying to speed that up after the focus groups were, like, annoyed yeah, or something. because I think all of us thought it was too fast, but there's so many reviewers you think it's still too long. So, right. which makes me think if this was any longer, people probably complained internally that we're testing it. But, yeah, it does feel like they tried to just, like, we need to figure out how you get a ship as quickly as possible teach you how to fight as quick as possible and then get you on your way it, it does kind of feel like that but yeah. exactly. I, the main takeaway we agree on is the pacing and the effort and the, the method it's just it doesn't feel right it gets better once you get pat, once you get into the fifth and sixth segment like the game really starts to shine but in this transition to how you go from being a miner to going to where you need to go, and all of a sudden you're some regular dust duster, miner, whatever, rock breaker, mm -hmm. like grunt person. Oh, not only that, they casually mention after you make your, your character. Uh, I played through this twice um, in for gameplay recording purposes and all that, and it is not fun. It is not entertaining to go through twice. Okay. And they casually mention and contextually based on the background for your character you choose, when you wake up they say, Oh wow, I thought that I didn't real like I didn't realize you were XYZ. I thought you became a minor because of this. And it changes it depending on what you select. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of one of the reasons why they have you even select a background, is that's that like avenue to say you were something before this. Um, there is a way that you can select no background and it's like, hey, like, was your record scrubbed by a mysterious organization? Do you just not remember or whatever? Like, you have no background. And I'm sure it, it fills in the blank with another, hey, you're here and I don't have a record for you. Why? Never mind that. Let's just go. Like, it, it's very weird. The writing was not strong. Um, I liked the, uh, I think Lynn is the head of the miners, the, one of the main characters, and she has well voice acted. The character models look really good compared to other Bethesda games. So the sense of these are characters who are fully realized actually surprisingly was there, but they weren't given good things to say. The, the dialogue drastically improves later, um, but it just, it was rushed. 
Mm-hmm. You're right. Something changed. Yeah, I feel and like it, it's, once you get to the second mission, it gets much better. I feel like the second mission is yes. the actual first mission. Like, immediately. As soon Absolutely. as that first one's done, complete, you start the second one with Morgan, then it, the pacing's way better. It was an afterthought. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's sad because, just talking a little bit about other intros for Bethesda games, one of the things that was interesting is... As you're leaving the planet, Lynn, you're saying you have the option to say thanks for everything, Lynn. And she's like trying to hold back like some emotion saying, just get going before I say something I regret. Like they make it like you weren't interacting with her for two minutes before leaving. Right. And it's like, why is it a big deal that I was here? Why is it a big deal that I'm leaving? Why is someone staying in my place? Like it it makes zero sense. And when things make zero sense, it, that's not good world building. Um, and if you recall in Fallout, there were a masterful intro was Fallout 3 where you're born. Favorite. You're born as a child. You're crawling around and then you're going through a baby book and selecting your stats and you are literally skipping in time to your teenage years, to your thing. In, in just a matter of an hour, you, you live your life in a vault and it sets the world beautifully you introduce your um parent who's going to be your uh your pull through to the main quest the world is built out wonderfully it's odd it it sets a a isolation tone but also like an odd and wacky tone and and you start to build who you are and it's incredible i think that you could have been a miner for uh, a number of years and learn gameplay mechanics over like oh here's like day one of we got here and then all of a sudden it's like man I can't believe we did this over a month and then they could teach you gameplay like in uh, little vignettes and skip time then what if we cared about Lynn and in the end you know same amount of time um, but just do like real quick snippets it, it's just the way they've done it before um the first action was like clay said all of a sudden we have to go kill pirates because they came after us once which means we have to take the fight to them and when we take the fight to them pirates are going to be in a lab that's not their home base so it's like but we know that they're there like it seems like they say we have to go kill a pirate leader and hey we're not going to the to somewhere we're there at usually. We're going to a random lab, which sets some other world building. And it, again, makes zero sense if you stop and think about it. Um, in Skyrim, the action set piece is classic. Wake up on a cart. Hey, like, what's your name again? And then, you, you know, like, you're just, you're with a main character in a perilous situation and you're about to be executed. Even me describing it in one sentence, which summarizes the whole situation, is so compelling. And that's not what we got here. Um, Massive dragon attack, escape scene slash, you know, come out or in oblivion, assassination attempt on someone who's really important. And then you get the MacGuffin and you're on your way and you come out of the sewers. And I'll always remember coming out of the sewers. None of that's here. Like, uh, I don't think that 
anything was particularly impressive until I got in the ship and I realized that I like the ship stuff and space travel way more than I thought I was going to. Um, what do you think, David? How does this compare? What are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, I'll agree with most of what you said, but I don't think it was... like To me, it didn't feel like... I don't know. I haven't replayed it like you, but to me, it didn't feel like I'm going to have a problem with doing this again. Um, and you mentioned the Oblivion one, um, which I think was fun the first time, but I've never enjoyed replaying the Oblivion Um Openings. Same. I just feel like I'm stuck in that sewer for so long. I just want to get out. It's <laughs> I'll give annoying. You that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whereas this one, it's like, yeah, it's it's kind of it's not nearly as memorable, but at least it's going to be over sooner. Um, and I don't know if anything's going to top the Skyrim. Uh, the Skyrim one is just completely galaxy. Or Fallout Three. I think for me, Fallout Three. I just I love I love that being in the vault segment, even though it might be a bit too long, but I still just love what it is, and it, it doesn't seem to drag like Oblivion does. And Skyrim is just absolutely classic. So those two I think are top tier. Um, Story wise, this one is stupid, but it I think I'd probably take it over Oblivion's. Morrowind, it's like it's pretty short, really memorable, but then you're just thrown out with like no zero direction, with like a tiny dagger and no health, nice. <laughs> which is horribly hard for new players. And this is trying to, I feel like it's trying to find a balance between being short and um, explaining everything. And it doesn't necessarily land that, but like my kind of reaction was was kind of like this is dumb, but it's over quickly and it's kind of fine i don't know i, I don't Do disagree with you but it didn't i didn't wasn't really like this huge deal to me that it was kind of lame it was just like oh okay i got past Do it it's done with the rest of the game so far has been great do you remember in Skyrim where they're executing people in front of you one by yeah. one and the guy's like he's like so cool. he's like let's get this over with i don't have all day and then they lop his head off and then you know <laughs> everybody has a chance to escape like 30 seconds later I was laughing out loud and just like reminiscing on that yesterday mm -hmm. as I was thinking about this. Clay, what are your thoughts? Anything else you want to say about the intro of the game? The yeah. more I think about it, I like it less and less, honestly. Okay. Yeah, I can see it's not the most memorable. I do think that the voice acting saves it. Uh, yes. the, the two characters you're with at least make it enjoyable to listen to them. Uh, walking around uh, mining at the beginning, I get that that's what you're doing and stuff, and there's more of that in the game, but just, I don't know, kind of kind of odd, I think. Just let's start with the mining thing, and then you won't really do as much of that for the next 20 hours. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure at some point it'll come back where you're going to need that stuff for like resources and all that, and you'll be doing more of that, but I haven't been doing that at all, so... Um, yeah, so I, I can see where you're coming from, Tony, and uh, but I, I wasn't bored. I think I was just excited to play the game, so I was just happy to be there, so I didn't really associate <laughs> bad things. I felt like it was a decent length, at least the mining part. Once you got into the fighting and then the guy showing up, and then I, I felt like after that, it was like, okay, like... Once the action started, it was fine. Uh, that being said, how it how it it, it ranks to the others? Uh, obviously, Skyrim I think is the best. Uh, I I actually played the Fallout Three intro like a week ago for the first time in a long time, and I don't like it as much as you guys. Uh, I think it's way Whoa. too long. 
Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think playing as a baby is stupid. Nah. Um, <laughs> I, the story, like, being in the vault and seeing some of, like, what it's like to be in the vault is interesting to me from, like, a lore aspect. But the the amount of times it, like, fades to black and it's, like, ten years later. And it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, hurry up. And you can't skip it. You got to do it. There, there was some unique things with how they, they chose, you know, your, your profession and all that stuff. Like, that was all fine, but it just it felt too slow. I think that Fallout 4 has a really solid intro, believe it or not. Um, it's a little slow at the very beginning when you have to, like, go mess with the baby and then you have to come back and talk to the robot. And so there's a little bit of that. But then the, the vault salesman comes to the door and, and talks to you. And then when he leaves literally you get to experience what it's like to be in in the be the the beginning moments of a of a nuclear holocaust basically and you like the bomb hits and you go running out the door and you you speed off to the vault i thought that was awesome i think it's the right length of time and it creates this kind of uh fast paced like intensity that you're like oh crap i got to get out of here i don't know i i always think that one's good i i never mind replaying that one and i've replayed that one yeah. a lot of times it's pretty but. short i honestly the reason i didn't include it was because i just forgot about it yeah <laughs> it figured. does get you it gets you into it so quickly that like it's probably to me i think it's the least memorable just because of how short it is not that that nuclear explosion part that is legitimately cool but it just doesn't feel like to have that weight of being the intro as the other ones do it's kind of just a cool thing that happens. You're out in there. There's a robot. There's the dog. You know, go play. It, for it better was or worse. Real, I, the more I think about it, and thank you for reminding me, I mean, Fallout 4 was great because it Fallout's an interesting franchise in that the Great War and, you know, nuclear uh, devastation, they start every game from Fallout 1 to Tactics, all these things. It was all about the aftermath and then, you know, people living underground and then coming out and there was always a different take on it but you didn't ever get to experience the onset of the destruction and they did a really good job of fleeing the nuclear explosion and then they then they transitioned to the vault and you know just being in the vault for a while and then coming out and you're um a person out of time you know in that game uh and frozen or an- unanimated whatever the hell they call it and then you come back and then you're there it gives you a reason to learn about the world it's this game is set up in an odd way where it's like they decided you had to be a minor yet we were going to give you a way to have a background we're not going to explain you know why you're a minor right now and we may not ever do that and it's just it's an odd thing like do you have a place in the world like honestly when the game began i thought we were going to get some type of look into the colony war which was the setup of they keep talking about one major event that kind of shaped the world and i guess it's all going to be told in um there's a museum there's different things like different audio pads people you talk to but i think the action and the scale of that were we may not get a cutscene or anything like that it that really dives into it and i think that even even just hinting at that in the beginning may have been more exciting um, into saying, you know, space. Like, in um, War Never Changes, you know, like that whole, like, little 30-second clip they have at the beginning of the Fallout series, even. 
even going that way where you start the whole game same thing you're a minor blah 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 but then that whole like war never changes like setting the thing that like like humanity has been traveling the stars for this many years you know here's what happened it, i don't know i think there's a lot of different ways they could have went with it there's a side quest that explains so much of that stuff so it, it's eventually it can you miss this side quest and have the world building be 50 hours in because i didn't go and look at it yes i think so oh that's um <laughs> spicy meatball the game gets better at the very end of the mission uh it's still the same mission because i paid attention to this you start to talk to the members of constellation on uh, the I don't know what the planet's called, but it's the city of New Atlantis. The game makes an excellent final first part of the impression. Like things are well written, the dialogue's amazing. The characters from the moment the guy gives you the ship, you're like these guys. They like everything. The people look really good. The 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 writing is and they they explain succinctly why you're doing what you're doing the characters are humanized and you believe that why you're being let in let up uh, being um introduced into this organization why they're letting you in there's a reason for everything that's happening instead of it being like why is this happening and i think that it ends up being good um the gameplay aspects which will break down in details um bit by bit from the combat to the space travel to all the mechanics i think it it's all introduced and it hits all good there's no part of it i didn't like hey tony um since this happens in the uh beginning uh mission can we talk about our our character builds on one of our future episodes i want to dive deep into the character creator talk about what builds we end up going with but i i'm super invested in th in talking about the background choices i i agonized i pained over them the traits what i think of those i spoiler alert i didn't like the traits i didn't think they were as compelling as some other uh bethesda games or even other games i there's something weird going on here with the skills and the tiers and the unlocks uh, there's something's off but we'll talk about it. We'll dive deep, just like we do every episode. We'll dive deep into the character creator on one of our future episodes. This is it. We're in it, guys. We're going to go play Starfield right now. Except for Clay, because he's got to go to bed. He's been playing nonstop. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this episode of Starfield Explorers. We are hyped. Be hyped with us. Leave a comment on the podcast. Our video version is on YouTube at Mega Dads on YouTube. Starfield Explorers. Tell a friend. We'll see you next time as we continue to travel through the stars. <laughs>